well, well. Shopping for a car? Yep. Carvana made financing a car as smooth as can be. Oh, yeah? I got pre-qualified instantly and had real terms personalized just for me. Hmm. Doesn't get much smoother than that. Well, I got to browse thousands of car options on Carvana, all within my budget. Doesn't get much smoother than that. It does. I actually wanted a car that seemed out of my range, but I was able to add a cosigner and found my dream car. It doesn't get much... Oh, it gets smoother. It's getting delivered tomorrow. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to get pre-qualified today. It is SNY.TV's The Juice on the Cuse podcast, covering Syracuse basketball, lacrosse, and football. Today on the Juice on the Cuse podcast on SNY.TV, we'll be talking about spring football and Syracuse lacrosse's big win over Duke. I'm Wes Chang, and I'll be joined later by Brad Bierman and our guest today's former Syracuse defensive back, Carl Jones. Carl, thanks so much for coming on the program. How are you today? I'm all good, man. Thank you. I really appreciate you guys for having me on. As I alluded to before we hopped on, anything Syracuse-related, I'm always going to show up and support because everyone did so before me, so i got to pass the baton and do the same for those who are coming behind me. Carl, that's an awesome reason for coming on the podcast. We really appreciate it. And we'll get you started on this one. You appeared in 49 games during your Syracuse career from 2016 to 2019 on special teams in that defensive back. What's your favorite memory from Syracuse? Uh, I'm going to say there's definitely two. My first is my second game ever as as a freshman. Um, We're playing Louisville, and at the time, we don't know um, exactly how good Louisville is. We just know that they have some talented pieces. Uh, early in the game, the guy ahead of me uh, has a bad knee injury, so I'm thrust into action as a young 18-year-old. And uh, by the end of that game, I found out who Lamar Jackson was. Uh, <laughs> he was uh, obviously one of Heisman that uh, that year, and he's come to find out he's one of the best players, not just in college football, but on the planet in general. So obviously we lost that game pretty handily, but it was pretty cool to um, get extensive um, playing time and on the field with someone as awesome as him and then. Obviously, I, I'd be remiss if I didn't talk about uh, my sophomore year when we took down Clemson in the Dome. Uh, there was just nothing like uh, having a team of that caliber come into our place and us being the underdogs that we were uh, and taking them down and having the fans rush the field and, and just the pandemonium around campus around that time. It was just awesome and a feeling that I'll never forget. Those are two very worthy memories, Carl. And catch us up on what you've been up to since Syracuse, including your time as a sports reporter for News 8 in Rochester. Yeah, um, since then, um, I graduated in 19, uh, in, in 19, and because of the pandemic, I went back to Syracuse to get my master's degree. And obviously, we all know that Syracuse is known for the renowned journalism program, and I took advantage of that. And um, through the help of, of all my awesome professors and, and faculty members, I was able to rehone those skills a little bit and fortunately get a job a little bit down the road from Syracuse in Rochester. And it's been awesome. Uh, Rochester is in a market next to Buffalo, so I get, I get to do a little bit with the Bills. Um, and then St. Bonaventure is not too far away, so I cover a little bit of their men's basketball program. And, and um, I'm young, so obviously I do a lot of high school work. But I mean, it's awesome, man. I mean, for all those who are just getting into the, the sports media um, realm, uh, it's, I can't ask for a better start. Uh, the Bills, some college sports, obviously Syracuse as well. They're not too far away. And then high school sports. I mean, uh, I'm in heaven, and I and I could once again. I cannot make this clear enough. I'm very, very ecstatic about how the way things have started so far. Carl, that's amazing. Thanks for catching us up. And you know, one other thing you've been doing is recording a long-running podcast called "Courting the Field." Tell us about it and how it got started. Yeah, so it's, it's me and one of my best friends from home. We will always argue uh, in the lunchroom with kids in high school. We just 
always. What if LeBron, Kobe, LeBron, Jordan, you get you name it. We're always, you know, just debating and you know who's right for the day. We we get to school about an hour and a half early because of our schedules and so those <laughs> for that entire ninety minutes we're talking sports. And we always say, you know, we wanna do a podcast and just, you know, just take it from that informal setting and, and record it. And due to our schedules, I play college sports, obviously, and he played college ball. We weren't really able to, but because of the pandemic, we found a little bit more time, and we've been able to, you know, get things started a little bit. And we always wanted to give a platform to those who are playing, um, just because at times, you know, the message can be a little misconstrued at times. Obviously, neither of us are playing anymore, but we still wanted to continue it because um, why not? And we're, we're the best of friends, so let's just continue to keep it going. So, um that's how it began, just two guys who love to argue, and uh, and that's where it is today. We're just continuing to just talk shop and just and just talk ball like two kids that we were back when we were 14 years old. Carl, I wanted to talk about the current team. You were obviously a defensive back at Syracuse, and I think there's currently a group of really talented defensive backs there. What do you think about them and the overall defense? It's funny you say that. For as long as I've been following Syracuse sports, this is the day that I got on campus. Uh, back in 16, the, the defensive back group has always been impressive. I mean, uh, when I first got there, you had some really impressive seniors that I got when I got there. And then throughout my course there, obviously, there's three guys playing in the NFL right now that came from one uh, one draft class. So that goes to show you how talented that group was. And then now, uh, I'm not familiar with all the guys on a personal basis, but I was on campus at the same time as Amon Greenwood, a.k.a. Smurf, uh, Garrett Williams, uh, Eric Coley, the, those guys. And they're phenomenal players. Garrett in particular, uh, I will be remiss if I didn't say that I think he has an NFL future. He's that type of guy. And then also on the other side of uh, on the other side of him is Deuce Chestnut. Um, I remember when we were recruiting him, they were really really high on him, and he's lived up to the billing. So I think the cornerback position is top of the top in the ACC. I'm not going to say that just because I'm a uh, I'm a uh, accused guy. Those two guys are as good as he gets at the corner position in, in our conference. And then as a safety and in, uh, in rover position. Uh, there's a lot of promise there. A lot of guys got thrust into action last year because of the injury, and I'm sure they'll use that experience to to better uh, um, serve them this year. Uh, you got Jahar Carter, um, Rob Hanna, obviously uh, Coley, a little bit older guy, older guy, uh, Jason Simmons. That that group, as long as they can continue to progress, um, I haven't been following them as much as I'd like to this spring because of my schedule, but I know that with Coach Monroe and Coach Babers, they'll be able to hone those guys' skills. And that's secondary with a, a – a, improved pass rush I think will cause some havoc this year in the ACC for sure and Carl we'll get you out of here on this one how do you see Syracuse doing in 2022 uh, I think this is a, a make it break year for the team and I think that we're going to make it happen uh, uh, another year under Coach Babers uh, tutelage and obviously another year under uh, Sean Tucker who I haven't had the pleasure of meeting but I mean for all, all accounts he's a good guy and obviously a really darn good football player I uh, got another year uh, with Gary Schrader uh, Manning the uh, quarterback position. I'm going to improve a little bit on the outside for with the receiver position. And I think that that side of the ball, if, as long as they can take some steps forward in the passing game, I can easily see us going bowling this year. And then I think getting uh, back Markel Jones from last year's team is huge, considering some of the pieces they lost uh, in the defensive line room. Markel, I was, at the, I was on at Syracuse the same time he was, and great dude, um, obviously an even better ball player. So um, I can I see this as another year where we can go to a bowl game, um, and hopefully those kids in that campus get to celebrate um, a step forward and a progression in another uh, uh, chapter in the Syracuse football uh, legacy. 
Carl, thank you so much for coming on the program. Again, former Syracuse defensive back Carl Jones. Be sure to check out Carl on WROC News 8 and also on his podcast, Courting the Field. Carl, we really appreciate your time. Thanks for all of your insight, and we'll speak with you soon. Thank you. The pleasure is mine. You guys have a good one and continue to do what you're doing. So great to catch up with Carl Jones, and I'm now joined over the phone by the Juice Online Editor-in-Chief and my very good friend, Brad Bierman. Brad, how are you today? I am doing well, Wes. Thank you. Brad, Syracuse lacrosse picked up its biggest win of the season, a 14-10 win over number 10 Duke. It was Syracuse's first ACC win of the season and Gary Gates' first win as head coach of Syracuse. What were your thoughts on the game? Well, what really stood out in that game was not only the fact, Wes, that Syracuse finally won two games in a row this season. As you alluded to, finally won its first ACC game of the season. That victory got Syracuse back in the top 20 polls at number 18. So really important for momentum uh, and to keep the team moving forward as this really tough season in Gary Gates' first season uh, progresses. But here's what I really uh, saw that stood out. I'm going to call it the flip. You remember the famous move that was uh, Gary Gates' Airgate 1988. Then there was Mike Powell's 2004 The Move against Massachusetts, which, by the way, did not result in a goal going in. And now we have Tucker Dordovic in 2022 with The Flip. And by that, I mean the shot between his legs in a transition play that was certainly highlight-worthy and almost as impressive as Air Gate and Mike Powell's move in prior years in the great Syracuse lacrosse history. Tucker Dordovic has just been the man playing as a first-team All-American this season in leading Syracuse in scoring. And that spontaneous play on a, a, a long, clear play uh, resulting in a goal in just such a spontaneous move really was the final spark that Syracuse needed in this win over Duke. So we have Airgate, the move, and now Tucker Dordovic's the flip. And let's see if this progresses Syracuse to keep winning as the season progresses in the ACC starting with the next game at Notre Dame coming up this weekend. Well, Brad, you really teed it up for me. Let's talk about that game against Notre Dame this weekend. Syracuse, as you said, is trying to piece together some momentum. Can they steal an ACC game on the road? I I certainly think it's there for the taking. This is not a great Notre Dame team this season. They're 2-4 and coming off a loss at Virginia last week, and the problem in that game for the Irish was poor shooting. They were just 20 of 47 with shots on cage. So they were doing a lot of firing of the ball on the goal. They just weren't getting close to either, you know, the net or or shots that had to be saved by the goalkeeper. Uh, It's going to come down to what most games come down to again, face-offs, ground balls, those 50-50 battles for possession. And Syracuse needs to go back to what has been tradition in the program, going back to Roy Simmons Jr. and then John Desco, now in the Gary Gate era, and that's playing with head, heart, and hustle, the three H's. And Syracuse has been known for that for so so long and really kind of encapsulates what they had done in the game against Duke and in their other wins this season. So I think if they go out with a business-at-hand attitude, even on the road, and keep showing the progress they have made, where against uh, Duke, you know, five players had two goals or more, which is really impressive. And the defense, as we've talked about, has just been stepping up and improving each game this season. 
So it is a game there for the taking on the road and a chance to go to two and one in the ACC. Really important to keep it going because also, Wes, this begins a stretch where Syracuse is going to play four games in two weeks. So anytime you're playing two games a week uh, on average for the next two weeks, obviously you're going to be a little bit more tired. Obviously injuries could be a factor depending on how these games uh, progress. But this is really important to start this four-game and two-week stretch with a win on the road in conference play. And Brad, we're right at the end of our show. Your closing thoughts. I'm really excited, Wes, to be able to watch the football team this coming Friday night in the annual Orange-Blue Spring Game. And it's great that it's being televised by the ACC Network. That's one thing that Jim Phillips, the ACC commissioner, really has been focusing on since he's been in office for just over a year plus. That is the football programs and exposure for all of them. And as part of the ACC network deal with ESPN, it was required that all of the spring practices for each of the uh, the teams be televised for exposure. And it's really great for Syracuse fans that don't live in central New York don't have an opportunity to, you know, go in person during the parts of practice that have been open to the public to really see what's going on in this, you know, let's face it, an extravaganza for the football team over this two-hour program. We're going to see not only the players that are developing on the field, but there's going to be interviews with Dino Babers, and we're really going to get more of an insight as to how this critical year is shaping up in 2022 for Dino Babers and the program in the spring game. So really looking forward to having a chance to watch that Friday night. Brad, my closing thoughts are on Felicia Leggett-Jack, who is named as the head coach of Syracuse women's basketball over the weekend. Leggett-Jack spent the last 10 seasons as the head coach of Buffalo, where she had 520 win seasons and four NCAA tournament appearances. As a player at Syracuse, Leggett-Jack ranks in the top 10 in career points and was a three-time All-Big East selection and a two-time Honorable Mention All-American. She inherits a program that just went 11 and 18 in 2022, so she has her work cut out for her, but I don't think there's a better person out there to lead the program than her. Congratulations to Coach Leggett-Jack on coming back home. That's it for us for Brad Bierman. This is Wes Chang reminding you that some authors write in first person, others write in third person. I'm writing my book in fifth person. Every sentence starts with, I heard from this guy who told somebody. You've been listening to the Juice on the Cues podcast on SNY.TV, and we'll see you next time. This has been the Juice on the Cues podcast, part of the SNY.TV audio network. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion.